What's going on, good people? It's one third of the hosting crew for the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. Ron G here, joined by Kurt. What's going on, Kurt? How you doing, man? Kurt, can you hear me? All right, we may be having some uh, technical difficulties uh, here with Kurt, but uh, welcome everybody to the show. We appreciate you guys joining us this week. Uh, it is a, or was a busy week in the world of professional wrestling. So we've got a lot to talk about today and, um, good morning. I like it. Uh, Kurt, what's going on? You, you with us now? Yeah, I'm with. <laughs> oh man. How you doing? How was your week? Um, uh, it's been busy and challenging. I can relate. I can relate, man. Uh, most of mine was uh, job related, but uh, yeah, it's it's been a very hectic week. We had somebody out, and um, I was helping with uh, air imports and air exports this week, so I was bouncing back and forth, and just it it was chaos all week. So, what's good, Mister Brandon? Hey, good morning, fellas. Morning, good morning. And I don't want to hear you talk about uh, your week because you are heading into a two-month vacation. <laughs> and you got damn right. Kurt and I are subject to, to maul you like a pit bull. <laughs> I can take a two-month vacation, too, if y'all want to. Hey, yeah, I would love a two-month vacation. I'll, just, I mean, I'll call you know. my boss and let her know I won't be back until, uh, like, late August. Yep. Go right ahead. Yeah. yeah. And whatever, whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, you got to deal with, sir. Whatever happens. I ain't going to stop you from taking I'm not going to stop nobody from taking a two-month vacation. Whatever, Absolutely whatever happens, happens. And I'm going to blame Brandon for every bit of it. I'm I'll not taking responsibility for, for my I'll own blame, actions. Can't blame me for nothing. You a grown-ass man. You make your own decisions. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man, dog. Ain't about to call another man delicious. Nope. Oh, man. Well, folks, like I said, we've got a lot to talk about today, but right off the jump here, something I've been meaning to do, fellas, for the last several weeks, I'm, I'm talking probably a month or so, and I keep forgetting. Well, this week I remembered, I wrote it down, and um, I take a look at the analytics uh, way more often than I probably should um, for our podcast, and most of our listeners come from the U.S., and I don't think there's any big surprise about that. Um, but I think the three of us owe a, uh, pretty big thank you to some other countries that have, uh, significantly, significantly jumped up in the percentage of our listeners. Um, the top among them is Singapore with 3.5% of our listenership coming from Singapore. Uh, 1.8% of our listeners are coming from the UK and our crazy Neighbors to the north, Canada, along with New Zealand and the Philippines, are coming in at 0.88% of our listeners. So um, thank you to Singapore, the United Kingdom, Canada, New Zealand, and the Philippines for listening to Wrestling With My Thoughts. And I know some people may not think these numbers are significant, but to me they are because it shows that... Uh, we, we literally have an international audience, and the Singapore has, has consistently grown week by week. I've been watching it, and they're up to 3.5%. So, folks in Singapore, thank you. Please keep listening. 
sharing it, bringing more and more people to the to the show. All right, Phyllis. So should we just jump right into everything for the day? Let's do it. All right. All right. Uh, we're gonna kick it off, folks, with the uh, with the ratings. Keep in mind, once again, I want to remind you guys each week that the the ratings that we give run a week behind because we do the show on Saturdays. And the ratings aren't in for uh, Rampage or SmackDown by the time we go live. So uh, the ratings run one week behind. Uh, give me one second. I got the wrong paperwork up. Okay, apparently I closed it. I didn't mean to. Give me one second, fellas. I made a terrible mistake and closed the damn ratings. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I know. So professional, right? I'll be right back after as the <laughs> <laughs> I thought Kurt was about to say, I'll be right back after these messages <laughs> from our sponsors. Oh, shit. Blue Jew. I'm telling you, man, if we get that sponsor, we're going to have some fun with it. Oh, you got damn right. Oh, man, we're going to have some fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So I finally got the, uh, the ratings up here in front of me. So, um, this is for the week of the 15th through the, what, 19th. All right. Uh, Monday Night Raw on May 8th had a 1.785 million on average viewership. On May 15th, that went down to 1.716 for a drop of 3.9%. I think they were also uh, up against some, some NBA playoff action. Uh, NXT on the ninth, excuse me, NXT on the ninth had 601,000 on May 16th. They had 564,000, a drop of 6.2% week to week. AEW Dynamite, everybody's favorite show. May 10th had 877,000 viewers. Uh, May 17th. Had 814,000, a drop of 7.2% week to week. AEW Rampage on May 12th drew 284,000 viewers. On May 19th drew 293,000. They were up by 3.2% week to week. And lay at the SmackDown on May 12th came in at 2.149 million on average. And uh, on May 19th, the viewership came in at 2.133 million on average, a drop of only 0.75%. Um, Raw, NXT, Dynamite, and SmackDown all dropped. Um, Dynamite having the largest drop at 7.2%. Rampage seems to always have a, a uptick in viewership when the other shows have a downward trend. So I don't know if there's anything to that, but... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see where Rampage goes with the with the addition of uh, Collision. I, I just don't see them running three shows a week. Um, that's just but, but strangest things have happened. Um, so, what do you guys think about these these ratings? I mean, it's it's up and down every week. SmackDown seems to stay about the same. It, it hovers right around the same area. Uh, pretty much same can be said for Rampage, but Dynamite, NXT, and Raw seem to, to fluctuate a bit. Um, 
What do you guys, uh, you, at this time of year, I'm sure it's because of the playoffs that are going on, but um, yeah, outside of that, do you think there's any sort of outside influence or are people just tired of the product? No, I think that the, the NBA playoffs have a lot to do with it. And also, we are transitioning into the warm slash hot weather season. So on those particular, well, especially like Friday nights and stuff like that, people are going out and doing whatever it is they're doing. Also, we are in the middle of graduation season as well, so they may have something to do with it too. So a lot of people are busy. Yeah. A lot of people are really, really busy. I mean, I know I, if, I know if I had to, to choose between my kids' graduation and watching SmackDown, uh, it's SmackDown all day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, man, I, I just think um, that's you. You bring up a good point, Brandon. Um, talking about uh the the hot season coming up um families are going on vacations and and summer uh vacation for students and teachers oh uh, no i'm joking yep. i'm joking um but that's that's another thing that i don't understand about this saturday night show now you go back before the dying days of wcw saturday night you go back before that, there was a strong viewership because it was one, it was a different product and it was just a different time. Now everybody can stream things. They don't have to watch it live. So it, Saturday night at eight o'clock uh, for what they're pitting is another uh, flagship show. just makes no sense to me. I, I think the ratings are going to tank for this show. What do you think about that, Kurt? Uh, Dave Mercer agrees with you. Because this is from Dave Meltzer. He says, for television, for the, all the reasons noted Saturday, would be difficult not to mention that there will be, um, excuse me, frequent preempted during NBA, NHL, and MLB playoffs, and for other major sports events, TNT covers. When TNT doesn't have sports, it does old movies, and that time slot would usually do a 2011 to 2014 for comparisons. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I just I I got to question the the thought process behind making that a, a Saturday night primetime show. And, and to be honest, Tony doesn't feel that um he's gonna he doesn't he's not worried about Saturday. And uh, he's saying just trying to make sure he doesn't go up against the NFL on Sunday, which they said like you know Saturday they have games in December. He's like, well, they don't have 18 weeks in a row, so I'm not worried about it. Huh. All righty yeah. then. I mean, I guess that's easy for a millionaire to say. A billionaire. Well, 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 that is the billionaire. That is the billionaire. Um, <laughs> I mean, not that that makes much much of a damn difference, but um, well, Kurt, with you mentioning uh, some comments by Meltzer, and just you know, knowing that Dave Meltzer agrees with me, folks, let that let the record show that that Dave Meltzer agrees with me. I didn't agree with Dave Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, Kurt, um, why don't we go ahead and go in, into the news portion of the show uh, because there was a lot going on this week. So I'm not going to report to CM Punk since we're going to do that at the end. We'll talk about that at the end. Okay. So what I will do is uh, talk about the numbers. So Collision had 4,234 tickets out at the United Center for Peace Sale. And it's being reported because it was a short, such short turnaround, the number of the, on paper sounds disappointing, but, pro but probably shouldn't be viewed as anything significant until after the public sale, which was yesterday and over the weekend. For Chicago, the usual rule of thumb would be to run the wind trust arena for shows that would draw 7,000 or less, most TV, but now arena for 
10,000 runs at the traditional all-out arena. And because the United Center is so expensive, it shouldn't be run unless you are looking at probably 12,000 or more. WWE runs the All-Star Arena, which holds about 12,000, and they can set out that arena for TV and pay-per-view. But still don't move to the United Center because of long-standing relationship and cost effectiveness. Tony Khan didn't give much in the way of details regarding the brand strip, which has been told that it changes every day and will continue to change until the show is aired on TV and probably continue to change after the that based off of a successful show. He was asked about it, giving no answer, saying he would want it to be a curiosity. In a video package for Collision, they focused on the names announced last week, Andrade, who's still injured, but is supposed to be ready, Miro, Samoa Joe, Thunder Rose, who's still injured as well, and Charles Howe, and added Scorpio Sky, who has been out of action for a long-term injury, knee injury. The um, graphic released last week also included champions MJF, FTR, and the House of Black in Orange Castle. Check this out. Uh, I think it was on the Cornet, one of the Cornet shows. Andrade didn't even know he was going to be on the show until they announced wow. it. Wow. That's how he found out. So that that's going to that detail factors into what we're going to talk about later with Punk just in the the way they're handling business right now. So but uh yeah, you can continue. So it's also been reported by Tony Khan that uh, it was given a direct order by uh, WB head David, I hope I say this right, Zaslow, who wanted more AEW product on TNT, which is, uh, I'm not, maybe he's a fan of AEW. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. So the, um, the collision numbers right now, they've sold, and this is kind of, this is kind of scary right here. 1,683 tickets out there. Yeah. And this has also been reported. This was what, this was scary because. And they're, they're going to, they're going to be in like a a 5,000. No, they're going to be in the, the Bulls arena, right? No, all this is uh, the forbidden door. They're doing a counter tour. But well, this is Canada, then they're coming back. To, well, they're going to Chicago first, then they're going to Canada. Okay, okay. So the, the show on the 24th in Toronto, they've only sold 1,683 tickets as a press time. <laughs> this was scary, <laughs> bad news. Not only is Forbidden Door in the same city, the next day sold out. Many traveling are coming in, but Toronto is one of the best wrestling cities in the world. And this is a Saturday night show, Collision, in the city's best arena. Seven one wow. collision will be yeah. Seven one collision will be taped on six twenty nine in Hamilton, Ontario, and that show has six hundred and forty six tickets out. Holy moly! Woo. Yeah, <laughs> the seven eight show in Regina has one thousand three hundred and five tickets out, and that show has been on sale for weeks. The seven fifteen show in Calgary, which at first was advertised as a house show, and will be will feature the finals of the Ornhart. Cup tournament is at 3,327. The 722 show at Prudential Center in New Jersey is at 3,731. Those those numbers numbers sound good, eh? Don't sound good at all. (laughs) (laughs) At all. Man. So, with this collision show, this was something that was very interesting to me that they didn't renew 
um, AEW Dynamite or Rampage because they still have an option year to pick up. So that's going to be interesting to see if they pick up Rampage because of this Saturday show. Because I just don't see how much you can you can produce that much content on TV. All right. Three three days out of the seven days a week. I don't see. It. And from what I, don't I... See it being, why, why, let, let me take it back. I don't see it being successful. Yeah, right, and I agree with that a hundred percent. Because I think that show's going to be taped. It's not going to be live. If if yeah. what I read was correct, I may have misunderstood the 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 thing I read, the article I read. But yeah, I don't think that show is going to be live. I believe it's going to be uh, recorded gonna, like Rampage is. I thought it was going to be live. I really did. Okay, I'll go back and check that out, man. Because if it's not to me, that even makes it more pointless. So, but I'm with you, Kurt. I, I don't see them being able to produce that much wrestling content week to week and be successful at it. So, I, I think I think. Tony and AEW are spreading themselves way too thin right now. Way too thin. So, so uh, in WWE news, we have the um, CEO and future TKO president, Nick Khan. He spoke at the two conferences this week. Uh, one was 518 at SBW, Moffitt, Masonson, Technology, Media, and Te- uh, Telecom Conference, and 523 at J.P. Morgan. Global Technology Media and Communication Conference. What he's saying is that Raw potentially could move to another day, and SmackDown could move to another day, and not be on on Monday and Friday, and move to another network, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah, because you remember when they went to TNN, and, and then it eventually turned into Spike. I don't even know if it's Spike anymore, but... um their ratings, I don't, I don't remember how the ratings went, but it was just weird seeing them on a on another network. Um, as we all know, they eventually went back to USA. But the biggest thing to me, man, is moving Raw from Monday night. That's crazy. Yeah, so potentially, this is what he said. potentially, yeah. That's Among crazy. the items talked about was the only the what. Let me start over. Among the items talked about was that they would be open to move Raw from Monday, and that. They also would be open to adding a third hour to SmackDown. Oh, Obviously, God, both no. of those exactly. Obviously, both both of those moves would need to be come at the right price. He also talked about potential changes to NXT with the idea of building up ratings and being able to eventually get stronger renewal ratings rates for the product. At that point, the marketing again as a third major brand instead of the developmental. A third hour SmackDown could only come with leaving Fox since Fox affiliate major markets have TMPA newscast and the network only programs 8 to 10 as the prime time. They could do a third hour on FS1 which would go ahead with AEW Rampage which they would win. That idea has been in play and talked about since Fox deal started in 2019 but never materialized. I'm not understanding why they didn't do that because that would have been a win-win for them. Nobody would watch Rampage. He also said that they are considering making the third hour Raw more adult-oriented and that they may go back to the old strategy of NXT having higher levels of star power on the show using more experienced talent from Raw and SmackDown and no longer serving it as a developmental talent or show. That's a whole lot to take in. Yeah, Um, yeah. 
Wow. So they saying they will move SmackDown from Friday to Tuesday, and they can put Raw on a on a different day. Yeah, and I, I mean, think that would do good because Friday is hard. Yeah, Friday, I mean Friday is hard, and I think SmackDown will do good on a Tuesday. I do too. I they do had too. it on Tuesday at one point in time, anyway. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If, it's if, been it's been Thursday, Friday, Tuesday. I think at one point it was even Wednesday. But you will have to move Raw for Monday because you can't have Raw Monday and then SmackDown on Tuesday. Yeah. I think no. I, I think they actually did it at one point in time. Then they said, "Help that shit." Yeah, I just. And it was live, but they was taping. Because at one point in time, you know, they were taping SmackDown on Tuesday nights and then showing it on Thursday or Friday. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I like. I to be honest with you, I like SmackDown on a Thursday night. But now you got Thursday night football in the fall, so. Yeah, and he also said the move to Tuesday would be a financial win for WWE because they would everybody wouldn't have to do that traveling like they're doing now. Yeah, right. And I, I mean, I, I'm going to sound like the, the, the crabby old guy and that's okay. I, I, I wear that like a badge of honor, but this is, this is what I, I don't like about a corporately owned wrestling promotion. Um, and maybe I'm looking too deep in it, but this, this isn't what wrestling was supposed to be. Um, in my opinion. It's just you got they're they're gonna call it three different brands under one promotion and just all this moving around, all this craziness. I mean it remains the same remains to be seen what'll happen. But this is what I feared about them being sold to somebody outside of Vince McMahon, especially okay, to so powerhouse I'm like glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I listened to the show last week when you said that it wasn't a merger, but this this is Dave's report. It says WWE CEO and future TKO WWE president Nick Khan spoke this past week at two conferences about the about the merger and a potential future plan. So he's still saying it's a merger, it's not a sale. Yeah, see, I think first of all, I just want to say Hill Club is in the building. What's going on, Hill Club? How you doing, Hill Club? What's going on, dude? Um, and see, you listened to the show from last, last week while you were I on did. vacation I did. And, and you heard what I said about the sale. Yeah. I see. And, and that's, what's kind of confusion. confusion. It's confusing. confusing me too, because I would listen to you talk about the stock. And when I went back, when it first happened, that he still owns the majority of the stock. And it's not like when the UFC was bought by um, them Endeavor Group to where they had to give up all their stock. In this deal, that they, they know all the stockholders with WWE didn't have to get their stock up, and it's still their stock until they get ready to sell. But UFC is not a publicly traded company that I'm aware of. I'll say that. But I'm just telling you what I what I read. And oh, I'm yeah. gonna go back and look at it again because it stuck out to me yesterday and today because they're still saying a merger. And that's and and I don't know if that's and I know I know it was Tony or uh, Nick Khan that said it, but yeah. I don't know if this is a case of of it being Vince speak instead of hospital. We say medical facility. No, and, but see, this is the thing. It's not even with Tony Khan. It's this Dave Meltzer is saying a merger because he. Oh, uh, okay. I thought I thought he, he was making a quote. Be, no, no. This is when Dave was saying in the beginning. He's like, listen. He said, this is not like when a UFC was bought by Endeavor. This is not a sale. 
this is a merger. This is like being partners. Yeah, so that's what's confusing to me. So I'm about to go back and do some more research on it because it's it's, it's interesting to me. Yeah, it's very interesting because if it's one, that's a major move by Vince. Um, If they were able to maintain quote unquote ownership, and this is actually a merger rather than Endeavor owning WWE, and Vince McMahon is. I don't want to say a figurehead. He still has uh, a corporate title and everything, but there's a significant difference, in my, at least in my opinion. I'm not that business savvy. No, no absolutely. absolutely. Significant difference between a merger and a buyout. Um, now, the, 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 the guy that owns Endeavor, he still is the top guy, and it's like Vince is still in charge of what he's doing. And yeah. then... Um, Dana White or whoever who's ever over Dana is still well they they already own UFC so it's it's kind of different. Yeah, it's it's and and this has nothing to do with what we're talking about and I'm not going to sway over the politics or anything. But good lord almighty, I bet you Vince and Dana are having a damn fun ass time with their right wing asses. Um, both of them are <laughs> outspoken like that. So yeah, I'm not like even going to get into. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not going to get into that, that either. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I honestly should not have even brought that up. I'm so, not going to touch that. So we're just going to act like that didn't happen. Um, but you got anything else, Kurt? No, I'm done. Okay. All right. Um, wow, shit. That's a lot to digest. And, um, folks, that ain't even all the news. We still got something coming up that is even more confusing than the merger buyout thing that we're talking about here. Um but even beyond that, there was just a lot of fucking news this week. Um, that oh, being, I do, well, hold on, hold on. I do have one more thing. I'm sorry, I'm getting used to my uh, new new reading new glasses. My, 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 my new prescription glasses. So I did have something else. So hold on. And I thought this was, I thought this was good. So hold on one second. I apologize for the delay. All right, all right. So. so um, we know Mercedes uh, Monet suffered an ankle injury, and they're reporting a broken ankle, like Brandon uh, noted yesterday. But I thought this was something that stood out to me. So, um, let me find it. Right. So, she lost a Willow Nightingale. So, instead of um, saying she was hurt during the match, she agreed, and this is just during the match, that she would lose to Will Neal. Willow Nightingale, instead of just trying to give up the title. So let me read this with Dave. No, no. And that's so that, that, yeah, losing the Willow Nightingale, though. Ugh. <laughs> but so hold on. But let's read. Let me read this to you. And I thought this, this stood out to me. Okay, Nightingale, who had a bloody mouth, did did celebrate big rather than suffering sulking as as often most injured um, opponents do. The focus was off of Monet, but she was able to carry the match. She was able to be carried out of the ring by officials. One thing you can have credit to her was making a snap decision while injured for what was basically the right thing for business. She easily could have had communicated that she was hurt and just done a quick uh, cradle pin and one that's planned. As in most cases, and what wrestlers do, that would have been, sorry, that would be what would have been done. But she, sorry. Excuse me this morning. I'm having a problem with these glasses. 
But she must have felt strongly enough that she was injured, and it, if she injured, if hurt, it does not get does not go good to win a title and then have to be out of action or either not defend title and give it up or be stripped of the title. Instead, she gave the giant a tongue tied this morning. Instead, she gave a giant career break to a wrestler who has been in a in need of one. Hopefully, it follows up on the AEW NJP, NJPW event, and Nightingale can be made a star champion to where Monet comes back and they build a much bigger rematch. I'm sorry about that, folks. Having nah, trouble no worries, this morning. Man. No worries. As, as many times as I've flowed on this show, shit. <laughs> um. Okay, I I I I retract that statement, Your Honor, um, <laughs> because that is a good Your point. Honor. That is a good point. Um, now, I, with injuries, I know there is somewhat of a badge of honor of fighting through the injury and doing business or whatever. But I think I think athletes, not just wrestlers, um, but other athletes as well have to be careful with that because that injury could end everything for you if if you try to go too long on it. Um so good thing she I mean knew what to do or whatever. So congrats congratulations to uh Willow Nightingale on the win over uh Mercedes Monet and uh get well soon Mercedes Monet. So all right folks uh, this week, um, the three of us collectively agreed that wrestling shows were just a little boring Mid. this week. Mid, mid is the term we use now. Let's <laughs> terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. But so instead, we're gonna uh, go ahead and give our um, give our uh, predictions. On uh, WWE Night of Champions is going to go on today at one o'clock. Uh, they are in Saudi Arabia, uh, so we're going to start with that one first, and then after that, we're also going to give our predictions for AEW Double or Nothing, which is taking place tomorrow night. Um, so WWE Night of Champions, we'll go through uh, each match. I I don't think these are in order. I'll say this. I don't think these matches are in order, but if they are, the two main events, if this is how it goes, it is it is phenomenal if these are the main events because it's it's two women's matches that would be closing out the show in the Middle East. Oh wow. Now, I don't know that these are in order, so but if it is, congratulations to Bianca Belair, Oscar, Rhea Ripley. And Natty. So, um, starting out with Seth, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship, a.k.a. that new title that they're giving to somebody as a token because Roman has the other two. Um, Kurt, who do you think is going to win this one? Well, I got AJ, and it's pretty much they've said he's going to win because uh, Seth Rollins is going out to make a move. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, can one of you, uh, I want to do this. Can one of you guys write down who says what? I'm, I'm doing it right now. Great job. Cause I, I you did that last or one of y'all did that last time. That, that, that would be me. Okay, cool. And, it, and I thought that I did horrible 
and I ended up being the best one. So I want to see how we do on this one. I want to make that a little bit in the show whenever we review these uh, these pay-per-views. Um, Brandon, who do you got in this matchup between Seth Rollins and AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship? Uh, oh. I'm going to go. I know Seth Rollins is going off to make a movie, but I'm going to go Seth Rollins. Okay. I don't think they're going to put the title on um, AJ Styles. Okay. All right. Well, my pick, um, like Kurt, I went with AJ Styles. Um, it would be better if we didn't know that Seth Rollins was going off to be a member of the New World Order, meaning Captain America, New World Order. Um, but I mean, so we know that. So it's kind of, it's kind of like a, it's a foregone conclusion. AJ is going to be the champ. Um, hopefully, I, I, I certainly hope this doesn't hurt AJ. And what I mean by that is the title itself. Um, we've discussed it at length here on the show about how this title is going to be looked at as Hill Club said it best as a runner-up title. Because um, Roman is the champion. Like That's, that's no, exactly what it is. It's a runner-up title. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, next up, they got Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. Um, I picked Brock Lesnar for the win on that one. Um, I just, Cody won the last big match. So I think this is a get back for Lesnar. Um, how long they're going to go on with it will be interesting. I've actually liked this feud. Um, I haven't liked Lesnar in, in feuds in quite a while. And I think he's doing real well in this one. Um, I think Cody for the most part is doing in, in the ring. He's been great with this one. Um, some of the promos have been a little, eh, but, uh, yeah, I got Lesnar in this one. Who do you got, Brandon? Taking Brock Lesnar. If Brock Lesnar don't win this thing, I'm boycotting WWE for the rest of the way. Okay. Right. What about you, Kurt? Who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Brock. Okay. All right. So, Brock with the sweep there. Uh, Hill Club, feel free to give us uh, give us your – okay, he is giving us his, his choices. He's going with Seth. And... Oh, I'm going to include Hill Club on this as well. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Now, Hill, Cl- Hill Club, here's the thing. If if you get the worst record, we're going to send you a golden toilet bowl. God. So Hill, Hill Club got... <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to go, what the hell? No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, Hill Club got self, so let me put Hill Club in here for self. <laughs> All right, uh... Next up, we've got Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the Bloodline, being Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa for the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championship. Kurt, who you got on this one? I'm going with the Bloodline. Okay. All right. Um, Brandon, what about you? Going uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Okay. I think that Uso is going to come out and mess it up. All right. Somebody, well, you know what? I, let me let me change my pick. I can rent. Oh shit! Somebody gonna screw. Well, I'm standing alone. No, 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 no. I'm I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with my. I'm stick with my bloodline. Okay, I was about to say I'm I'm standing alone on this one because I'm going with the bloodline. I think this is going to be how we get into that. Uh, Jay and Jimmy takes on uh, Roman and Solo, and I I actually think at some point that it's going to be the three brothers. All against Roman at some point. Um, I, I I think that happened. 
So I'm going you. I'm going with the bloodline. Uh Hill Club says I will go with Solo and Roman if they give Roman those belts. They will never let Roman lose the <laughs> those two. Uh Sami Zayn and KO need to win. Um who, who Hill Club got? He he said he's going with Solo and Roman. All right, so next up is Gunta and Mustafa slash Mustafa Ali. And I don't say that being disrespectful, but I honestly, I haven't heard him say it, so I don't know. Um, But uh, this one will be for the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Hill Club, we're going to ask you first who you got on this one. And... uh, We'll see what, because uh, I got a little bit to say about this match. <laughs> I do, I, I do as well. Cause I heard you last week, and it it clicked on me when he won. Why he won? But I just want to talk. Okay, I I want to hear what you got to say then. So, uh, Hill Club said easy Gunther next. <laughs> All right, so Hill Club's got Gunther Kurt. Um, I'll go ahead and kick it to you because I'm interested in hearing what you got to say about Ali winning. Okay, so if I'm correct, Matt. Like the week before when we talked about the pronunciation of his name, Brandon said he's a Muslim, correct? Yeah. So when I watched that Battle Royal when he won, and I was like, how the hell they have him win? But I was like, okay, they, the pay-per-view is in Saudi Arabia, and I think they get, I think what they think is they get more viewers if he won in that match against Gunther. Because I was like, there's no way he should have won that match. That's just what I'm thinking. And I think that's why he won. You know, that, makes, be wrong. that that tracks and it makes sense because they've done it in the past. They did it with Jinder Mahal. Um, yes. They've done it with a, with a, Drew McIntyre uh, trying to get a, get a uh, thing out of the UK. And so, so who you, who are you going with for the match for the win? Gunther. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Me. I, I think Gunther is going to, this should be a, a, a squash match to me. Um, I know be. I know it won't be because Mustafa Ali is, um, I guess, on behalf of WWE trying to rep for the uh, Saudi Arabian people or, or whatever. I'm, I'm not sure where he's actually from. But it should be a squash match. And I think as a promotion, uh, or not as a promotion, but as a promoter, my thing is, Get some fucking heat and just have Gunther destroy him. The danger of that is you're in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so I don't know how that'll go down. I go prediction Gunther um, and what I hope is a squash match. And that's not disrespectful to Mustafa Ali. It's just how they built Gunther up. And to have Mustafa Ali come in, much smaller wrestler and much, uh, much less physically imposing. He comes in and has a competitive match with Mustafa Ali. That, to me, doesn't do anything good for Gunther. So, uh, Brandon, who you got in this one? Gunther. Okay. He's going to top the shit out of him. <laughs> I don't even think this match going to even take long. It. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, next up, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Brandon, who you got in this one? Uh, Becky Lynch. Okay. All right. 
right. Um, I say Becky Lynch um, because I don't see anything long term with stri- with Trish. Um, I think we may have some sort of leader run in or something. I don't know, but I go with Becky Lynch. Uh, who do you got, Kurt? Becky. Okay. Hill Club, what about you? Go ahead and chime in. Let us know who you got. Unless they let Ali win and he loses on Raw the next couple of days. Okay. All right. Hill Club's got Becky. And here's where it's interesting. I, I Man, y'all, I really hope these are the two main events um, for this show because that would be fucking phenomenal because it's Saudi Arabia. Um Bianca Belair versus Asuka for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Um, I'm calling Asuka in this one. Um, I just, no particular reason outside of, I think it's time for a little bit of a change. And I think Bianca chasing a heel Asuka to get that title back is a better story than Bianca just beating her and moving on to the next opponent. Um, Kurt, who do you got in this one? Before I give my prediction... Is Oscar on SmackDown or Raw? Is uh, you know, I don't She's know. She's on SmackDown. She's on SmackDown. Huh? So wait, wait, hold on, man. What the <laughs> WWE? That... What the hell are y'all doing? That's why I brought it up. Okay, yeah. I was... Oh God. Yeah, I don't even know what to say now, but, I mean, the draft was just fucking pointless. Can we all say that? Yeah. <laughs> um, Brandon, it definitely you... was. I think, the dra- I think the draft should have been after after this show. I think the draft should be thrown away if this is what they're going to do, because it don't mean anything. It don't. Um, but, yeah, that's what, but that's why I'm saying, I'm like, okay, this, this is the night of champions, so what's after this show you know, whoever um, that you can draft your brands according to who the according to who's the champion. Yeah, I guess. But, Maybe I just it's just a thought. Well, uh, Kurt, who did you say you had in this match? Uh, <laughs> I this this shit between Raw and SmackDown got Kurt twisted up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Oscar. Okay. All right, Brandon, how about you? I'm actually taking Oscar as well. Okay. All right. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Hill Club goes with Oscar as well. It's, Hill Club says do a redo draft. I say don't ever do another draft. Um, that's just my opinion because if they're going to do this, which they always do eventually, it just, 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 in this one, it happened the night after the draft was over, it started. But um, I, I say don't do another draft. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to that next match, which is Rhea Ripley versus Natalia for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Which, by the way, Rhea Ripley is on Raw, just so y'all know. <laughs> and is Natalia on, on, or is she a free agent? I think she's a free agent. Okay. I think. Here's an idea I have. Oscar wins, Natty wins, and that's how the SmackDown title gets to Smack. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out this convoluted shit. Nah, don't wrap your brain around it. Just... Yeah, they're not going to let Rhea lose this early. Yeah, well, I, I don't think they should, but 
But anyway, um, so I think it's a clean sweep. We all say Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Only Hunter knows what to do with the belt situation. Okay, and, and he's got Rhea Ripley. I I put an asterisk on this um, to say that this is the pick for the match of the night. I think either is that the match of the night is going to come from Bianca Belair, Oscar, or Rhea Ripley and Natalia. I think those four women are going to tear the house down, whether they're the main event or not. And regardless to where they would be, they could be in Georgia. And I, I think the best matches of the night are going to come from those two matches. So, all right, without any further ado, we'll go to AEW Double or Nothing. I'm wishing for nothing because this card looks like shit. Um, <laughs> before we give our predictions, I'm going to run through this card because there are so many matches on this card. You got MJF versus Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara versus Jack Perry in the Four Pillars match. You got Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's Championship. You have FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Wardlow versus Christian in a ladder match for the TNT Championship. Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie for the TBS Championship. And we ain't done yet. We got a Blackjack Battle Royal for the International Championship. The contend or the uh, competitors are Jay White, Ricky Starks, Juice Robinson, Brian Cage, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, Dustin Rhodes, Penta El Zero M. I guess he's changed his name again. Uh, Ray Phoenix, Kip Sabian, Trent Beretta, Chuck Taylor, Tony Nice, uh, Ari Davari. Big Bill, big, <laughs> big Bill, Lee Moriarty, Commander Bandito, the Butcher, and his compadre, the Blade. The Blade. The Blade. And we're not done yet. What? <laughs> uh, next match, then we got Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite. Then you got Ethan Page and the Guns versus the Hardy Party. Finally, you got Adam Cole versus oh, Chris oh, Jericho. Hold on, hold on. The Hardy Party. Yeah, I have no idea. I read that this morning and was like, what? Who? I don't know what I've missed. That ain't who I think it is, is it? Who do you think it is? The Hardy Boys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's a third person. Oh, no. Oh, okay. There's All a right. third person. That's why it's being called the Hardy Party. Oh, okay. I, well, I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, God. Right. Well, that would be hilarious. If it were. Well, we, oh, can't, we, we can't use... We can't use Hardy Boys, so let's call them the Hardy Party. I could. Oh my god! What kind of dumb shit is. Almost fell out my damn chair. <laughs> I mean, it's stupid anyway. Even if there's, I don't know who's the third person though. That's right. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm trying to figure the Hardy Party. <laughs> the Hardy Party, Party Hardy. Hold on. Uh, wow. Give me one second, y'all. Um, I'm gonna step away for a second. Go ahead and talk about what you need to for a moment. I'll be right back. Oops. Matt Blessing Hill Club said. Matt Party, Jeff Party, and one of the private party members. So that's the Hardy Party. I hate that damn name. <laughs> that just that just sound like that sounds so. That, I, I. What's the, what, what was the um? Are those all the matches, or we still got some more matches to go? Let me let me count. One, two, three, four, 
All right, sorry about that, y'all. I'm back. Not ten. 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 ten, 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 ten. So how many? How many matches we just go through just now? Uh, what's that all? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I thought there were ten, but there are only nine. Okay. And, and, and what is supposed to be a three-hour show, I guarantee you this show goes that's gonna over be a four, four and a half hours. Hour. Yeah, that's going to be a four-and-a-half-hour show. I'm kind of ten, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know a show is long eight, when you got to nine. sit down. Who did, who count, did I miss? Count the matches. So I have MJF, you know, the, the four-way. Yeah. The Elite. Versus the Blackpool Combat, Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. You know, FTR versus uh, Jared and uh, Lethal. Okay, I mixed that up. It's only nine. You're right. Oh, okay. I I thought I was going crazy. I thought I missed something. All right, so I put my mouth too far. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, it happens to the best of us. Um. All right, let's go through here and give our predictions uh, for the the four pillars match. First of all, let me just say one. (laughs) (laughs) The the term, the the term. (laughs) Oh Lord, I killed Brandon. Uh, Oh God. Oh, I was waiting on one of y'all to say that. I was waiting on one of y'all to say that. Oh, I, I, and, and trust me, I'm not going to be the only one. I know Kurt's going to say something. Oh, my um, God. If he doesn't, oh. I'm going to be sorely disappointed. But first of all, the, the calling this these people the four pillars, I I I can I'll give you MJF and Darby Allen. I'll give you those two. But to say that these are the four pillars that support AEW as a promotion should tell you why this promotion sucks. Sammy Guevara, I'm sorry. He, he, no, no, not at all. And Jack Perry has the personality of a rock. And as I said last week, not the rock, a rock. Um, fucking four pillars. Kiss my ass. Um, I, I've got Darby Allen in this one. Um, Brandon, who you got in this one? I am taking, I'm with you. I am taking Darby Allen. Okay. Uh, Kurt, I'm going to turn this over to you. See what you got to say about the, the, the great four pillars that we get to watch and who you pick to win this match. So I don't think none of them should be called the fucking four pillars at all. I understand, you know, Darby's come a long way. MJF, they've come a long way, but to say four pillars, that means you, you built this and no, no fuck they did. So. That's, Agreed. That's, Agreed. Insult. Agreed. that's a fucking insult. So cut that shit out. But I'm I'm going with Darby Allen. Okay. Yeah, and I'm with you. The the only reason I'll say, I'll say that I give give people MJF and Darby Allen is because of how how far along they come. Especially Darby Allen. I can stand Dar- Darby Allen when I first saw him. I thought I thought he couldn't wrestle. I thought what he was doing was stupid and dangerous. And and some of it is. But this kid has grown on me. I like watching his matches now. I do as well. But, I do you know, well. MJF, you know, I was high on MJF. But after the last several weeks, 
it's just been, you know, I, I, you can only see so much of the same thing. You know what I mean? And that's right. what you get with MJF. And some of this shit just goes on way too long. Um, it's like one main card and three B-type wrestlers. Uh, who do you got, Hill Club? And the next match is uh, Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, Brandon, who do you got on this one? Tony Storm. All right. Uh, Kurt, what about you? Um, no, I'm going to go with Hayter on this one. Okay. I'm going with Tony Storm as well, Brandon. Um, I think this is just going to be a little bit of a shake-up match. Um, because Jamie Hayter has had the title for quite a while, but really hasn't done anything with it. And that's not her fault, but it's just give it to somebody else, see what they could do. Uh, Hill Club picked MJF, um, and then he picked Jamie Hayter. Hayter. Oh, okay. So you and um, Ryan, they're both y'all got Hayter. Yeah, yeah. You, you and Hill Club have uh, Jamie Hayter and... Brandon and I have the real winner, Tony Storm. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip over FTR and Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I want to do that one last. Okay, hold on. So let me. So Hill Club got Guevara. All right for the for the four pillars match, he picked MJF. MJF. Okay, I got it. Okay, and then all right. Cool. But yeah, I'm gonna save FTR and Jeff Jarrett for last because I got something to say about that one too. Um, Wardlow versus Christian ladder match for the TNT Championship. Um, to, and I mean this sincerely. To me, there is no winner in this match because this match is gonna fucking suck. Um, Wardlow's too big to do a ladder match, and Christian has been injured way too many times to take any bumps like he did with. Uh, when he was with Edge. Uh, but I got Wardlow as the winner. Uh, Kurt, who you got in this one? I'm going with um, Christian on this one. Okay. All right. Um, uh, Hill Club, who do you got in this one? And Brandon, what's your pick on this one? Um, taking Wardlow. Okay. Because I don't think, I don't, I think Wardlow is going to, he's too damn big to be on that ladder. I, I agree. I think that he's going to use that ladder and just beat the shit out of Christian or whatever. Yeah. Christian's going to, Christian is going to do Christian things or whatever, but I think that Wardlow is going to use that, um, he's going to use that ladder as defense instead of offense. And then when it's time to go, so, I'm the only one with Cage right here. Huh? And I'm the only one picking Christian, so. Yeah, I, I just don't see Christian winning. If he does, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. But I just don't. I don't see him winning. I'm I'm not necessarily making fun of Hill Club, but Hill Club said he's got Warlord as the winner. Um, I wish that Warlord would come out and beat the shit out of these two. Well, not Christian. I like Christian, but I wish Warlord uh, Warlord would come out and beat the shit hey, out of him. Hey, Warlord. Okay. Can I say War, something? Warlord versus Warlord. Can I say, say something about what you just said, Ryan? Yes, sir. So. I think overall AW is not a good product, but the shining light that I see since he's come back for injury is Christian. I don't disagree with that. He's good on the mic. You want to stab the hell out of him every time you see him or hear him. And he just brings a a different vibe when he's on TV. 
know what? Christian has gotten better the older he's gotten. Yes. Because yes. I didn't always care for Christian like that. I looked at him. I didn't either. What, I didn't what, either. What's Stone Cold used to call him? The creepy little bastard? Yeah, the CLB. That the creepy CLB, little bastard. But, but, but before the end, I was a big fan of um the brew Christian or whatever. So... And then he did that Captain Charisma bullshit. <laughs> and now, and now I, I couldn't stand it. The instant classic and all that, I couldn't stand it. But nah, you know, now he's, um, you know, he's, you know, this, the grizzled old veteran, him and Edge, and I really enjoy his work, especially him on the mic. This, this, he talk cash money shit. Uh, all day. All oh, day long. I'm like, oh. man, if, he, if the WWE would let him, like, talk shit like that on the mic, man. And the, the reason I agree with you, Kurt, is because, like you said, he's good on the mic, he can produce in the ring, and there's only a small handful, not even a handful, there's only a few people in in AEW who can do that. But he's been the veteran for so long, so I think he gets the, the, the bump over them because he could actually teach them. But, you know, some dumbasses like... Hangman don't want to listen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think he's the shining light on AD. That's a good thing to call him a shining light on a very dark show. Um, because he, he's the veteran and he, when he does funny shit, he does it the right way. And, and it's funny to say it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's funny. Yes. And it doesn't come off as, Stupid! It doesn't come off as horrible acting. Um, yeah, so I agree with you. Uh, all right, so we're, you got all the picks on that one, Kurt? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Next up, Jade Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie for the TBS. Oh, so world, yeah. Okay, we got everybody. We got everybody. <laughs> God damn it, Kurt! <laughs> God damn it! God damn it, Pop! <laughs> um. Jay Cargill versus Taya Valkyrie for the TBS Championship. Brandon, who you got on this one? I am going with the upset, taking Taya Valkyrie for the one. Okay. Uh, Hill Club, go ahead and let us know who you got between Jade and, and Taya. Um, I'm with you, Brandon. I think this is going to be an upset. I think it's going to be Jade's first loss. Uh, so I'm going with Taya Valkyrie. Yeah. I, I, actually, I, on the whole card, it's going to probably sound crazy, but this is one of the matches I'm actually interested in watching. Because I want to see if she's going to lose. And Ty Valkyrie has a nice um, track record before, you know, she's got an AEW. She's a decorated champion by far. So, yeah. I, I, I would really, I, I, would, I, I think it's time to, um, I think it's time to shake things up with Jay Cargill. Because she's pretty much been the same shtick for, what, a year, year and a half. If not, and I think more. it's time to kind of switch some things up a little bit and let her chase instead of her winning all the time. Because now, I think, I think people are starting to check out, so. She was one of the highlights of the show at one point in time. So, so uh, Hill Club's got Taya Valkyrie. Um, and, Brandon, you said this is one of the matches you're looking forward to. Um, it's because I'm curious. I don't know. I, right. I, I, probably, I knew you wasn't thinking it was, like, going to be a great match. Absolutely not. I'm but I'm going to say, gonna I'm going to go on record. I, you know what? I, 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 I might have to back up off of this. But I'm going to go on record. Say, I think this will be the worst match on the card. Really? Yes. Mm. Yes. I, I, Kurt, who, who do you have on this one? I'm gonna go with Valkyrie as well. Okay. Yeah, I just I don't think it's gonna be the worst though. 
I, I don't think it's going to be the worst. I just see. Uh, well, and that's right. You know, I did say I might have to back up off because we still got the Blackjack Battle Royal and goddamn right, you know, fifty yeah. other matches. Speaking of the Blackjack Battle Royal uh, for the International Championship, I am literally looking at my Funko Pops right now and pointing at the screen to see. All right, my finger landed on Commander, so I'm going with Commander. Uh, what? I don't even, who who's in it? I don't even know who's fucking the match. Who's in the battle royal? Oh, I thought you heard earlier. Uh, uh, you you got a minute? This is gonna take a little bit. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> I'll go through them quick. Jay White, Ricky Starks, Juice Robinson, Brian Cage, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, Dustin Rhodes, Penta El Zero M. Ray Phoenix, Kip Sabian, Trent Beretta, Chuck Taylor, Tony Nese, Ari Davari, Big Bill, Lee Moriarty, Commander, Bandito, The Butcher, and The Blade. Butcher and The Blade. Actually, I, I want to switch my pick. I want to go with Dustin because Dustin has been talking a lot about retirement lately. So I think this may be his last run with a title. Uh, so I'll go Dustin Rhodes on this one. Uh, Kurt, who you got? <laughs> Couldn't even process all that shit you said. <laughs> all right, Kurt. Kurt abstain abstains from this one. Uh, Brandon, you got to pick. I think, so I don't know who's gonna win the battle royal, but Orange Cassidy still gonna be the champion after it's all said and done. That's that's unfortunately probably true. Um, who you got, Brandon? Uh, I'm gonna go with Switchblade. Okay, Jay White. All right, Hill Club is going with Jay White as well. Next up, this is this is one of the main reasons I said I may have to back up off of my prediction of Jade Cargill and Taya Valkyrie being the worst match. The Blackpool Combat Club. Oh, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. We got to go back now. So, Orange Cassidy got a, had a match against the Battle Royale Champion. Who y'all got after that? Switchblade. I'm sticking with that one. To beat Orange Cassidy? Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm confused. Well, maybe this is... Okay, I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just confused. Because this, it said for the international championship, and it didn't dawn on me that, that, I mean, I guess I knew it, but uh, How fucking stupid is that? Yeah. I I don't know, man. It's AEW. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. So are y'all going with Jay White? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brandon and Hill Club have Jay White. I picked Dustin Rhodes. And I think you abstained. Yeah, I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Orange Cassidy. Okay. Okay. I was about to say you went FTS as in fuck that shit. Um, Blackpool Combat Club versus The Elite. As much as it pains me to say this, The Elite. Um, not because they're good, but because they don't like to lose the people. So the elite, Kurt, who do you got in this one? Um, I'm going to go the opposite to black bull combat. All right. Hill club. Who do you have? Okay. He's already answered the elite. Um, who do you got, Brandon? Uh, I think that I, <laughs> right? I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. Oh, fuck. Oh, 
Look what you did to me. Um, <laughs> damn. Because there are no winners I, here. No matter I, who wins, I, we lose. I, I, uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm going to go with the elite. There, got it. There, there you go. The elite. E elite. Oh, God. I just straight did it. I just straight did it. Hey. Trixie Nana joined us for a quick minute. Now Trixie Nana's gone. I was interested in who, knowing who Trixie was. Anyway, um, yeah, man, uh, I think no matter who wins that match, we all lose. And I shouldn't say what I'm about to say, but I am going to say it. Maybe Brian Danielson snaps on everybody and puts Moxley... Uh, Wheeler Yuta and the Elite out of wrestling. Ooh. Yeah, it's an old it snaps. That's an old. Maybe, that's, maybe. Like an old, that's an old. That's an old Ken Shamrock reference right there, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe, hey, maybe I, that's. I, 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 I miss that. I, I, I miss that guy. I miss watching. Man, that. yes, yes, yes. Making Ken Shamrock say, "Hey, look it up, kids." Ken Shamrock, <laughs> 97, 98, that first part of ninety nine. He one of the highlights of television. WWF television. I think he, uh, and, and the reason I say I don't count, well, I can't discount Brock Lesnar, but I think him and Brock Lesnar were the two best to adapt to wrestling and MMA. Yeah. Um, Dan Severn, the beast, was good, but I, he... He was he, supposed to have been the one. Yeah. He was supposed to have been the one, but... I think with Dan Sever, Dan Sever just didn't have the personality to be a right, sports Right. He was he was just straight. He was just he was just straight. He was the ironic cuts. Captain Charisma. Yeah. He, uh, he wouldn't even try it. That's just him. <laughs> because up, legit, like you get in the ring, you you can you can legitimately whoop your ass. Next up is Ethan Page and the Ass Boys versus the Hardy Party. Um I just for shits and giggles, I picked the Hardy Party because this match seems like it belongs on the dark match of a house show. It doesn't even need to be on a pay per view. Um, Brandon, who you got in this one? Uh, I'll take the Hardy Party. <laughs> I like how you said that all low. I, say that. I just, I just, just gonna pick somebody. <laughs> all right, Kurt, who you got in this one? I'm gonna go with the ass boy. I'm an ass boy. Um, they do need to do the remix of that song. That would be nice, um, but unfortunately, Vince owns that. Um, Damn it. Uh, Hill Club, let us know who you got in this cluster of a match. Uh, next up, and last, well, not last but least, but Adam Cole versus Chris Jericho in an unsanctioned match. This is another reason I say that I may have to back up off of worst match for Jay Cargill because I think this is going to be a pretty bad stinker as well. Um, Kurt, who you got in this one? I was typing. Which one were you at now? Uh, Adam Cole and Chris Jericho. Adam Cole. All right. Uh, and I do, I do think it's going to be a terrible. I do. Yes, it's going to be a horrible match. Um, Hill Club picked. Adam Cole, baby, and the Ass Boys. Um, 
I got Adam Cole as well, only because it's the logical win in terms of how this story is going, which is horribly. But um, hmm? oh, I guess he's talking. Okay, Uh, that's my bad. Brandon, who do you got? Adam Cole, baby. All right, that's everybody. Adam Cole, right? Yes, sir. All right, now all on Adam Cole. Here comes the kicker for me. Um, FTR versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Um, I'll go first and say I think Jarrett and Lethal win this match. And in the process, AEW not only fucks Mark Briscoe, but they fuck FTR as well. Um, If FTR won the titles, and you have not seen them in a tag team championship match since. It's been singles matches. Um, Now we have them in a tag team match, and I guarantee you they're going to put those titles on Jarrett and Lethal. And there's going to be somehow Mark is going to screw them, them being FTR, out out of the titles. And I think that's a horrible way to go with Mark Briscoe. Um, but they missed the boat on several other people too. And I'm pissed off that I, I feel that they're going to screw FTR. Um, Brandon, who do you got in this one? Uh, let's take Jeff Jarrett and uh, Jay Lethal. Yeah, yeah. Kurt, what about you? I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think of it in the direction you took it. I just, so so I have a, just kind of smell it coming. I have a different outlook on, on what you just said, Ryan. Mm-hmm. So I'm pissed off about how they um, included Mark Briscoe since his brother died. That just pisses me off. Absolutely. Beyond beyond measure. Because they should have been on fucking TV before his brother died. So that's a whole other podcast. And I'm not even going to get, because I can go all day on that. Because I'm really pissed off about that. Every time I see him on TV, and I'm like, your brother should have been there with you in the beginning, but since he's dead, now they want to bring you on. Yes. Um, it's I'm kind right. of like sympathy, and that shit pisses me the fuck off. Yes, I'm right there with you, Kurt. Every time I see him come off. out, I'm thinking Jay should be here to feel this with you. Absolutely, and it pisses me off. And but I, but I disagree with you on. I think it's a good storyline for Mark to turn on FTR to go with. Lethal and Jerry. I think you can beard on that long term. That's just me. I might agree with that if it were anybody else except Jarrett and Lethal. Why? I just think it, it he doesn't fit in with them. He fit, I think he fits in I think he fits in anywhere. I really do. Okay. Well we'll we'll see, man. I mean who knows? This may not even go the way that we think it's gonna go. Uh, I, I think I think it's going that way. Well, I <laughs> I do too. Um, you know, I shook the magic eight ball and it said uh all signs point to yes. So um however yeah. however it's not a clean sweep because Hill Club says he's Hill going Club to FTR. Yep. Yeah, yep. Maybe maybe Hill Club is outsmarted all of us. So uh let's see. Oh, and I have one bonus prediction, y'all. Somebody will come out of this pay per view with a major injury. What shit? That's that, that's not. I ain't though. wishing that on nobody. No, no, I'm not wishing it. I'm not wishing it. Don't get me wrong. I want to be clear. I'm not wishing that on anybody. But 
the theme has been for the last few AEW pay-per-views, someone's come out of it with a major injury because they did stupid shit. So I'm not wish I'm I'm with you, Brandon, and, and perhaps I shouldn't have even said that, but um yeah, I don't wish it on anybody. But look at uh, Dante Martin right now. He's he's yeah. out for months because they did something stupid. Where somebody yep. should have said, no, that's not safe. We can't yep. risk you guys getting hurt like that. But no, they're like, especially, hey, you want to do it? Go for it. And it's, it's especially bad because um, that tag team was on a uh, trajectory for a moment. They, mm-hmm. The fans were getting behind them. So, and it was a you know, fresh thing to see. So, you know. So, I'm going to say this. I I kind of agree with what you just said, Ron, because I watch AEW um, Wednesday and Friday. And these wrestlers, they really need to be taking a lot of chances on dumb shit. Yes. I'm talking about just stupid. And I'm like, hey, man, y'all really going to hurt yourself one time, and y'all going to get the key yourself to be paralyzed for the rest of your goddamn life. Yep, yep. And they take unnecessary moves too many goddamn times. It's crazy that there's not a vet back there to Correct them. You get what I'm saying? But I think, but that's the bad part about it. I think they are back there, but they're not listening to them. I really believe that. Okay. Because wow. Tony Schiavone said all the time, like, hey, man, y'all really shouldn't be doing it. That, that reminds me of something I want to talk about real briefly before we go into to the last topic of the day. Um, Jungle Boy versus Roosh. I watched that match, and I legitimately started to make a post on Facebook that somebody needed, I don't know why I said it like that, somebody needed to whoop Roosh's ass for the way he did uh, Jack Perry in that match. I'm not a Jack Perry fan at all, but this man is going into the biggest match of his career as far as I know it. Um, Stupid to consider him a, a pillar of AEW, but they do. And Roosh made him look like an absolute jobber. Didn't sell for him. And Jungle Boy won with a bullshit roll-up pin. You know, it just, it, it, it he kind of fell into it. It's not like he beat him and pinned him. So, yeah, man. And that, that, yeah. Fuck, fuck Roosh, man. That, that, that was bullshit. So, all right. So, we've, we've reached the point in the program um, well, did either one of you guys have anything to say about that match? No, but could you get into the um, Observer? No, I was going to say that until after because um, I went to the store and really didn't have time to read anything. I want you around to open it up and read the, um, the part about uh, okay. CM Punk. Okay, I'll check that out. Well, let's see. Let me go ahead. Um, folks, we're going to talk about... Uh, the situation going on with the the ever or never ending rather situation going on with AEW and uh, and CM Punk. So give me just one second. I'm gonna go in and pull up the Wrestling Observer so I can see this as we're talking about it. I mean, I got some of the information, but I definitely want to see what Meltzer had to say about it. So. Has, has there been any uh, any more reports on how many tickets they've sold for uh, for Wembley? They have. Um, so let me look back on last week to see if there was an update. 
because they didn't say anything about in this newsletter this week. So let me look back last. Week. All right. Damn it. <clears throat> Sorry for the silence, uh, fans. <laughs> this brief intermission is yes. brought to you by. Uh, I don't know. What's the other? Oh, Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Remember. Trim your hedges down there and everywhere else. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just come up with some shit. Oh, Kurt, when you, uh, when you stepped away for a second or two, the, just a while ago, uh, me and Brandon are hoping that Blue Chew will make us a sponsor at some point, yeah, or will so be a sponsor, because we are going to have a lot of damn fun if we get that. If we that, that would be so dope. Yes, it would. I got to find out uh, how to go. Hey guys, let us in. So what ha- what Blue happens? Chew. Play that again now. Okay, me and Brandon said that if we were. If we were to be able to get Bluetooth as a sponsor, we're going to have some fun with it with the ads. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, hell yeah! <coughs> yeah, damn right, boy. Ain't get a free supply. <laughs> Play some sexy music. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I knew you was going to go Val Venus on the bus. <laughs> I mean, what's going on, man? It's not letting me in, Kurt. Let me make sure. The big Valboski. This leg can be Christmas. That leg can be Thanksgiving. I'll come between the holidays. Man, that he said some of the absolute craziest shit. Let me see if I can email I remember the t-shirt. What was the t-shirt? T-shirt had uh, oh the big Valboski and pointing yeah. down, yeah. And then he had one where it had the magic white stuff on it, and I can't remember what the phrase was exactly, but I was like, <laughs> somebody caught on the street wearing it. Yeah, crazy. Let's see. I have it yeah, Kurt, it's telling me that either the the name or the password is incorrect. We can we can sort that out later. Let's just go on with the show. Go ahead. Um so yeah, um for those of you who have who've been paying attention to the situation going on with AEW and CM Punk, you know that the uh the fallout from I guess Pipe Bomb 2.0, I don't know. Um but this latest stuff, it just shows how horribly this whole situation has been handled. And it shows how poorly Tony or somebody within AEW is at handling actual business. Um, we heard that when they made the new show, Collision, that basically that show was going to be centered around CM Punk. And then they made the announcement, and CM Punk's name wasn't in the announcement. And they came back out with a, a 
edited announcement, and he was part of the announcement. And the deal was, from what we're understanding, and Kurt could give a little more uh, information on that here in just a second, but the indication was that uh, Ace Steel, who is currently under contract with AEW, again, but working remotely, once Punk came back at the at the very first episode of Collision, Ace Steel was to come back to be a part of the creative team and work with Punk as his coach, his producer, his agent, whatever you want to call it, exclusively. Well, <laughs> AEW said, oh, oh no, that's not the case. No. Punk said, but well, that wasn't the agreement we came to. What the fuck? So that's where it's at right now. So nobody knows exactly what the hell is going on. We talked about it earlier. Uh, Andrade, the first he heard about him being on this new show was when they announced it. So, Kurt, what does uh, what does Meltzer have to say about this? So this is what the manager saying. It says everything seems to have been worked out regarding CM Punk returning to AEW on the debut episode of Collision on six seventeen at United Center in Chicago. After the blow up on five sixteen, which Punk caused to be pulled from all publicity over the rolling, a steel that has apparently been agreed to and still will work will remain work remotely and not be at brought to collision every Saturday as Punk and Steel had originally thought would be the case. Punk had gotten Steel his job back after Steel ended up um, a long casualty of the brawl after all out. During that brawl he was said to have hit Nick Jackson hard in the head with a, with a chair and bit the forearm of Kenny Omega so deep that even after two weeks you can still see the teeth marks in his arm. Hey! The story, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the story from those defending him was at the time that his wife was in the room and immobile because she had a foot injury and couldn't move during the fight. He was actually hired back sometime, sometime back, which was unknown within the company except for a few people. The few people who did know told would not be told would he would not be at any events, but Punk and Steel were not aware of that. So he was hired back, and Punk and Steel was under the assumption that he was going to be a coach or behind the scenes and once he once CM Punk came back he would be allowed to be at the live events but they're saying no that wasn't the agreement. So they had worked everything out reportedly now but everybody had to sign an NDA and not talk about whatever happened at all out once all this stuff was worked out. Huh. I, so and the name of the when they did the announcement it was the name of the show was supposed to be called the second coming, but because all this stuff happened at the last minute, they didn't even mention that during the um, announcement. Yeah, this is... Uh, I mean, it's so just, it just bad, bad communication all the way around. Absolutely, and uh, the thing is, for, at least from what I understand, it was the, the corporate executives or owners or whoever, however you want to say that, it, Warner, whatever... Discovery Media, whatever that conglomerate is now, they're the ones that wanted Punk. <coughs> so you would yeah. think the person that holds control over whether or not your show is on the air, you would want to make that person or people happy. Exactly. And the whole thing about it is why bring him back and just pay him to sit at home 
when you know that CM Punk wants him to be involved in the show. Right. And, and to me, now, I wasn't there. None of us know the actual facts. We know what we've heard, but none of us know the actual facts of what happened that night in that locker room. But I don't think a steel should have ever been. Either fire everybody or fire nobody. Yeah, because Ace still didn't deserve to be fired. He was he was trying to make sure his wife didn't get hurt and was defending a friend that had three people coming at him. I mean, what's he supposed to do? Just sit there and like, hey, security, help? Nah, fuck that, man. So either fire everybody or fire no one. And I think it's really telling that they didn't fire anybody except Ace Steel because legal was in the room when this happened. The lawyer for AEW was in the room, was with the elite guys when they walked into that locker room. So she saw the whole thing. So she knows how it went down. I think that's why nobody else got fired, because they knew they would have a fucking legal situation on their hands with that happening. And I don't know how they avoided it with a steal if things went down the way we've been led to believe they went down. But damn, man, that's the teeth marks lasting that long. He took a chunk out of his ass. Damn. Man. And I think, you know, the the young bucks, um, they're just assholes. They're vindictive little assholes. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, this is, I'm, I'm with you, Kurt. It's piss poor communication. It makes them look bad to the fans. I, I don't know what corporate thinks about them or the the tv corporate but it's just this is bad this is bad <laughs> it's very bad and i just can't i cannot but i cannot see that cm funk or still would agree to that kind of arrangement to just okay pay me to sit at home when you know i want to be part of the show and cm funk wants them to be part of the show i just i believe i just can't believe they agreed to that yeah, I, I think they were lied to. I think they were lied to. I just, nah. I mean, you're already paying. I don't know what Punk's contract looks like, um, but you're already paying Punk to sit at home since this happened. What, a, almost a year ago now? Or has it been a year already? It's been that long. I don't. I don't even remember. Yeah, but I know. I want to say it was like last summer. Man. So it's been a long time. You've been paying Punk to sit home since then. Um, but then, but they brought they brought um, they still back. I think in April of this year. Or... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know, or I didn't see rather exactly when they brought him back. Um, we don't say. You didn't say. We didn't say earlier this year. But if if you notice, yeah, they sent the the Bucks and Omega home. But they were back in what three weeks? So it's just, I mean, if it, it, to me, if anything, he, and, and I'm gonna take my feelings for the young bucks out of this. Um, I make no bones about it. I do not like those little fuckers. They okay. suck. They have ruined tag team wrestlers. They're marks for themselves. I don't like them. Taking all of that out of the equation. These guys are executive vice presidents of a wrestling promotion. They are corporate leaders within that promotion. 
They should be the ones setting the tone for how they want things to go. They ran up in another wrestler's locker room to confront him. Again, if things were went down the way we've been led to believe, they rushed up in another wrestler's locker room as EVPs to fight. Tony, if anybody should have been fired, if, you, if you're not going to fire everybody, if anybody should have been fired, it should have been those three. Because yeah, Punk said what he said, and I don't defend it. It was it was it was great entertainment. It was great to watch. Don't get me wrong, but he shouldn't have said all of that shit. That should have been a private conversation. And now, to Punk's credit, he may have tried to have that conversation, and nobody would fucking listen. So fuck it, he aired it all out. But yeah, I, I just you had EVPs run up in another locker's lock, another wrestler's locker room with legal. Legal was there, and See, I didn't know. I didn't know that part. Yes, I didn't know that part. Her name is Mega or whatever. Mega, Mega, whatever her name is. Yes, yeah, she was with them, and that's why I don't. That's why I think that that whole little investigation they did was absolute bullshit. Um, because they couldn't have her involved. She couldn't do the investigation. What's the point of breaking her again? That's that's. I don't. I, I don't know. Head. I don't know if she like. Here's the only way I can imagine it. Right, they're in the back talking, um, and then Punk does his his part of the interview, and word gets back to the to the people in the back, and it gets back to the Bucks and Omega, and maybe she's there talking with them about that. She may have been trying to stop them. I don't know. All I know is the reports were that she was there when everything happened. Now, it's not to say she was a part of it. It's just that she was there. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. And now you've got a guy who's like, wait a minute. You told me this. Now you're saying this. I agreed to this. But now you're saying it's something different. Put yourself in punk shoes, right? Why would you want to continue doing business with these people if they can't even figure this, the smallest of things out before right. a new show? And the new show starts in like two weeks, and they don't have this shit ironed out. This should have been ironed out months ago if they knew they were going to get a show. And you know, you would think, yeah, you would think, oh, this was done a long time ago. And Cornette brought it up that. Um, I don't know if he said that this is what he thinks or maybe it's just a thought that crossed his mind, um, but that Tony tried to run out the clock on CM Punk and wait to the last minute to let all this shit be known to where, uh, quote unquote, Punk couldn't back out then. And, I, you know, why play these childish games? These people are grown. All of these people are in their 30s and 40s. And they're, and they're doing high school shit. Tony needs to grow a set of balls and quit thinking of those those people as his friends. Now, I'm not saying you can't be friends with co-workers. Shit, me and Kurt worked together for a while. But when we we laughed and cut up in, in the building, but it was business then. Like, I wasn't going to come and stop to talk to Kurt while he was doing what he was doing and vice versa. So Tony needs to stop trying to be so nice and put his fucking foot down and fix this. Because this looks bad for them. Well, he he, he wanted to be everybody's friend. But we got a new listener still. And he just mentioned that um, they moved Kenny 
uh, Kingston to um, Ring of Honor because of the fight he had with uh, Sammy Guevara. Yeah. I think that I think that's true. Well, that's why that's why Andrade's been sitting home because yeah. <laughs> he walked in after being told not to act on what he wanted to do, or he would get uh, not get fired, but he would be dealt with. He walked in the next day and slapped the shit out of Sammy Guevara. So again, what's if two people are doing the same thing towards the same person, two different people doing the same thing towards the same person at different times, I don't think the problem is those other people. That problem seems to be Sammy Guevara. And the look, common, yeah. what we call the common denominator. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Common denominator. Absolutely. And look, here's the thing. We talked about Jay Briscoe um, earlier. And Kurt, Kurt spoke his mind, and I agree with everything that Kurt said. But I still hold to what I said months ago about the situation with the Briscoes not being on on AEW. If Sammy Guevara can say on a on a podcast that was heard by thousands of people, he wanted to rape Sasha Banks, and all they did was send him to sensitivity class or training or whatever, and then he was back on TV. I don't agree with anything that Jay said back in the day. Jay was wrong. Jay was dead wrong for what he said. But he he tried to make amends for that. How many of us, I, I'm 47. I know that I've said shit in my 20s and in my teenage years that I'm embarrassed if anybody would know that I said it. It wasn't anything racist or whatever, but it was something stupid and insensitive and disrespectful to people. And so he tried to make amends for that. You had transgender wrestlers and, and wrestlers in the LGBTQ community going to bat for Jay over this. Yep. And they wouldn't let him on TV. Now, Kurt, you said earlier how pissed you were. Here's I'm not blaming AEW for what happened because obviously no one could have, you know, caused that to happen. I'm not saying that at all, but... Just imagine had they put the Briscoes on TV, Jay would not even have been home then. He would have been at TV. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm with you. I hate seeing Mark in this position. Well, for one, I'm happy for him because I, I would imagine that he's getting the biggest payday that he's had as a contracted wrestler. But it, it just it feels so disingenuous. And it feels like a let me give you something since your brother died, right? As a token, because because we fucked up. Absolutely, I, and I I thought that when I first saw him, I didn't say anything because it was so emotional that night he was there. Um, but yeah, that's exactly what it seemed. Like. Ooh, shit, yeah, maybe we yeah give him a little money and bring him on the show. And I think that's a disservice to to Mark because of how good. He is, and they were as a team. I, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. They, to me, rank among the top ten tag teams ever in this business. And that is saying a lot, considering some of the old school tag teams that are around. Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express, uh, the, the ta- tandem of Tully and Arn, British Bulldogs, roll on and on and on. Mark and Jay having, as far as I remember, y'all, you two correct me if I'm wrong, outside of Ring of Honor, were never 
featured prominently on a national level and made it to the status of being one of the greatest tag teams ever in the history of professional wrestling. That's saying some shit. Yep, I believe that is correct. I don't think they they had no national exposure like that. And I think that a lot of it had to do with how they looked and how they and what they did in the ring because they were not your typical wrestler. I think going back to the Sammy Guevara thing just for a moment, I think that you know because just you know of Sammy Guevara's presentation or whatever, I think that's part of how he was able to get away with that shit because I don't know anybody else that would have got away with what he said. Especially considering that's a black woman you're talking to, so yeah. But hey, you know I, I don't know, man. Like you know, once again, you know we can't like predict the things that life that life brings us. Um, I think that I always thought that eventually they would make it to national television, but it would just been one of those deals where it'd been you know, like maybe they were past their prime or whatever, mm-hmm. and that would have been unfortunate because I think that everyone needed to see them in their prime and luckily you know we got to watch them live and everything when yes. they were in their prime before everything went down so but and we just, got a, you know just yeah, what's up no we got a new listener I want y'all to read his comments and y'all chime in on what he's saying okay this uh steals I was talking about uh the show revolving around Sammy Yeah. yeah, I think eventually they're going to put that belt on Sammy anyway. I think that's happening. Yeah, I don't disagree. Don't down the line. I really because they don't let they don't let that man get away with so much. So apparently, it's something maybe that they see in him that make them want to you know try to push him and everything. But you know, I I just look at it like this, man. If you wasn't going to let Jay Briscoe on the, the Briscoes on national television because of a comment to, you know, a specific group of people then Sammy Guevara should have got the axe too because he made a comment about a specific group of people as well. So Absolutely. And, and that's right. And I don't mean to cut you off, Brandon. I'm sorry. But that shit, like that that got me heated when it was all going on and, and, and Jay was still alive and they were talking about bringing him on and how uh, Warner or whoever wouldn't let him on because of what he said. That pissed me off because I'm like, but y'all let this fucking idiot on on your show and he's he's had he's had altercations with two at least two different wrestlers now in AEW he's made comments like you just said and then he made the comment about Sasha Banks but you won't let Jay on the show I'm again nobody's going to get an argument out of me that what Jay said was wrong but if you're gonna, if if that's your measuring stick, then Sammy Guevara needs to take his punk ass home and sit down. Right. I think if it would have been like another tag team somewhere, maybe an FTR or something, maybe they maybe they might have gone light. But I, I don't know. No. I just I, I think that they literally did that because it was them. Because I might I can think of a few other people that could probably say the same thing and get away with it. Yeah. So. Now, mm-hmm. as far as the show revolving around Sammy, I agree with Kurt. I think that's a horrible decision. Um, I don't think Sammy Guevara has what it takes to carry a promotion. But do you agree with what he said? Do you, do you think the show revolves around Sammy? No, I don't. I don't see how it revolves around him. Yeah, but that's what that's what Steels was saying that he thinks the show revolves around Sammy, which I don't think it does. I don't either. 
Oh, you're he's talking about the reality show. Oh, I, reality. Still, wait a minute, that still that still comes on one. Yeah, I was about to say Steels. I've never seen one second of that show. Um, and, and uh, yeah, the reality shows. Yeah, yeah, that's about them. Yeah, I reality show. Yeah, I, I thought you were talking about Dynamite. Yeah, I, I did too. Um, but yeah, I've never seen that show. Not because I don't. You know, if if a wrestler was doing it that I wanted to see, sure. But I don't. Uh, Steels wants to call in. Are you guys good with that? That's all right. All right. Steels, go ahead. Give us a call. We'll let you in. Ah, there we go. Invite. What's up, Steels? What's up, good peoples? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. Talking about the reality show. The The reality show is all pretty much based around Sammy and Ty and then Adam Cole and Britt. Yeah, and, I agree with that. I agree with that part. And I'm telling you, the the way the show is going, it shows that Sammy is always in the back talking to Tony, asking for heavyweight opportunities, and Khan is like, "Don't worry, I got a I got a, a vision for you." He keeps telling him, and it's setting up for him to win that heavyweight belt. Huh. You think that's oh, going to happen tonight? Yeah. Oh, no, okay. tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, You guys not watching uh, Night of Champions? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We will. As soon as we, uh, soon as we, we get, get off, we're going to get ready. I, yeah, I won't. I'll be, I'll be traveling. Um, I'm going out of town for the, for the nice. weekend. But I'll catch it. Uh, I'll catch it on the network. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, folks, uh, still you as well. Um, we will be doing a show, a special show on uh, Tuesday at 8 o'clock where we're going to review the pay-per-views and, and give our thoughts on it, you know, maybe our good, bad, and ugly, things like that. Well, we want to get in the habit of doing that after uh, the big pay-per-views. Uh, we don't want to wait until Saturday to talk about it, so we're going to talk about it on a uh, Tuesday following the pay-per-views, and we'll be doing that it, this uh, this Tuesday at 8 p.m. Okay, I was going to say 8 a.m. or 8 p.m. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, at 8 a.m., I'm sitting in front of a computer doing work. Right. Hey, <laughs> just making sure, just making sure. Now, now. For, the next, for the next two months at 8 a.m., I'll be in the bed sleep. Yeah, yeah me too, me too. <laughs> Fuck you, Brandon. Yeah. Man, like, did y'all hear that? Listen, uh, I don't know. I, I work... I work overnights. I work from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. And trust me, 8 a.m. I'm I'm in bed too. Oh yeah, I, I used to when I did security. I used to work overnight, man. All power to you. I, I know, I know about that life. So, uh, Hill Club, you want to join us? You you joined us before uh, before we wrap up the show. We got about 15 more minutes, so we can we can do about uh, 10 minutes worth of roundtable talk with the the what five of us, and uh, then Brandon, Kurt, and I will. We'll cut out the shore or turn up. God damn it. Kurt, now I got your disease. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, go get me some water. I can't talk this uh, so, Yeah, I got to say, guys, I appreciate this show, man. Like, I, I, you know, this is my first time in here, man. I love wrestling stuff. And, you know, I appreciate you guys, you know, doing this. You know, it's cool. It's cool that people podcast about this stuff. I was thinking of doing something back in the day when I first started going on this podcast and nobody was really into the wrestling. 
but now you know I see more and more wrestling shows popping up, podcasts yeah. are popping up on Podbean, and I appreciate you guys. Glad you joined. Glad yeah. you joined. Yeah. I mean, let me man. let me just say, uh, I, I echo what what Kurt and Brandon just said. Thank you. Um, we we appreciate that. Um, I got to give I got to give credit to Kurt uh, because this show. What's going on, Hill Club? Hey guys, I've seen you kind of comment, uh, call me in. What's going on? <laughs> um, but this show, I originally started wrestling with my thoughts in 2019, but the show uh, was very, very different then. Um, it was more of the, the the title came from me wrestling with my own thoughts about the things going on in, in society. Um, I had fun doing it, but it just got to a point where I felt like I was basically spinning my wheels in mud and we went Kurt and Brandon and I went to Starcast 5 in Nashville last year and the, when we got back after that first night Kurt wanted to talk to us and he pitched the idea of shifting focus with wrestling with my thoughts into a wrestling center podcast because we're all three big wrestling fans and I thought that was a great idea. We we had some bumpy episodes, you know, to start off, but I I think we finally have have hit a stride. It may be maybe not the full stride, but we have hit a stride. And you know, having listeners like you, Steels and Hill Club, um, that's what we want. And we we want you guys to know that we appreciate you all as well. Cool, cool. Oh, so that's awesome. Then I think thanks for you know that's actually a good thing what you guys are doing. Everything for people who want to chime in because back in the old days nobody could ever chime in. They would have to go on the phone, and everything, and hit the dial number just to hit wrestling news and everything. Back in the old days of the nineties, and now that you guys are out here for people to call in, give their opinions, and it makes us like myself feel a little important and everything, you know. And appreciated that other people are like, wow, this guy knows what he's talking about. Or I agree what he says. And, I, you know, back in the days, they were like, oh, yeah, that, that's just one person's opinion. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Well, you are you are important. Everybody has an opinion and their opinion means something. But you are important. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and the thing I like about doing this show with, with Kurt and Brandon is that we don't always agree. Um, I've known Kurt for... A long time now, I'll say that. Um, I, Is it I, too long? <laughs> and, no, no, not longer, that. Longer than, longer than I've been alive, fellas. <laughs> but, oh, um, but I, I met Brandon through Kurt when we went to uh, StarCast. Me and, me and Kurt were going to go, and Kurt mentioned that Brandon would be interested in going, and that's how me and Brandon met. Um, but Brandon is my brother-in-law. Yes, yes. Um, oh, that's awesome. But but that said, like we we want to open up the lines of communication. Sometimes, or obviously, we can't do it all the time, I and mean, we have to be, uh, for lack of a better word, selective of who we let come on the show. Because we, <laughs> you guys will remember, a few weeks ago, we had a guy that called in, and and on a separate text message, I'm asking, should we just drop this guy because he ain't making no <laughs> sense? A couple of them. Yeah, yeah. Throw the cut signal and get like cut it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah couple of them. Hey, you remember? You remember the guy that came on and, and he put up a, a front, or whatever, and started asking us for money. 
Oh wow! Oh, Man, I, don't, I don't remember that one. You don't remember that one? No. I remember, I, I, yes. I got to go back and find the episode. That was like a few months ago. Yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, nah, he was asking us, like, can we help him out with some or donate or something like that? I do, I do Okay, that. now I that you're talking about that. it, I'm I like, no, that. you I should be donating that. us to do this show. Man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Um, I do remember that. Like I, I remember that. that was the first time. That's, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I got a little worried a little bit. I'm like, are we gonna have to deal with this every week? Like they still, like man, they got plots too over here. Like yeah, there's a lot of golly. there's a lot of um trolls. On yeah, here. a lot of fake names on here. But me and someone else always say, and when we have podcasts and shows and everything, oh, Scrabble bag just enter the room. And and that's that's what we appreciate, and that's what we want from from listeners and fans. Uh, we want good interaction. Like, if you're a troll, you're going to get bounced. If you're in here just being an asshole for the sake of being an asshole, you're going to get bounced. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we we want that kind of interaction on our social media. Um, Steels, I don't know if you're, you're following us on social media, but you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so, yeah, I encourage you. And I What's the name you, on Instagram? Uh, yeah, we're trying to work on getting a YouTube channel yes. well, as well so we can be visual. What do you go on there on Instagram? Kurt, wait, give me one second. Kurt, with you saying that, uh, it reminded me, I'm going to talk to you guys, maybe not today, but off air about that because we got somebody willing to help us learn how to do all that stuff. I'm talking graphics and everything. Cool. Um, on Instagram, we are WWMT underscore podcast. Hmm. So, are you gonna write? You gonna type it in the chat room, or I can go ahead and type it in the chat. What the uh, the uh, Instagram? The uh, Instagram name? WWMT underscore podcast. It says Ron G hosts a wrestling thoughts. Yeah, yeah. It says it says that on there because that's I created this back when I created the the original show. Um, but yeah, it shows Ron G. I'm following you. And you know what, guys? I have friends that are on Facebook that are wrestling fans and everything, too. I will share your page around as well because I know they want to get in the information or everything, too, because they always want to do that. I saw this. Steel shared the live, and I I appreciate that, Steel. Thank you, man. We need more of that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) No worries. Hey, man, let me, uh, let me ask you guys to do us a favor. Is it the same on Facebook? I'm sorry. Is it the same on Facebook, the wrestling podcast? Um, no. It, 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 the Facebook page is the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. And you'll see the logo. You'll see our logo. But I wanted to ask you guys if you would do us a favor. Um, go yeah. through, yeah. If, you would mind, if you wouldn't mind, throughout your day when you're doing some yard work or something, um, listen to some of the older episodes, and if you like them, give us a like. Um, if you want to comment, comment. Um, I want. I would like to see more interaction with Podbean um, outside of the lives, and with you guys coming on with us, I would like to ask if you wouldn't mind doing that for us because we need that as well to get people following us, liking us, and bring more notoriety to the show. Yeah, I'm going to actually share the pod beam and through messenger right now for all the wrestling fans that I know. Okay. And then wow. they will get the link and everything for you in a matter of seconds. Okay. And trust me, these guys are hardcore wrestling fans. Cool. Believe me. Cool. All right. 
All right, well, fellas, we're going to go ahead and uh, let you guys go, and we're going to wrap up the show for the day so Kurt and Brandon can get prepared, and you guys, too, get prepared to watch Night of Champions, and I can get on the road to my destination. Thank you for having me. No, still, that was thank, great. Thank you. Thank, our you pleasure. Pleasure. thank y'all for coming on and participating, man. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah y'all have a good Very weekend. Much. You too, guys. Be safe. Have a nice Memorial Day. Thank you. Yes, you sir. Too. Y'all too. Man, gentlemen, I don't know about y'all, but I appreciate those guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, um, you know what? It's, 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 not, it's nice. And one thing that I realized, like, during this show, you know, especially, you know, in society today, it's like, especially in our community, the black community, is like, if you're not doing one thing, people going to brush it off. But it's cool to just have people that's like-minded, like you, and interested in the same things, and they're willing to come. They're cool. And they're willing to come on and interact with you and participate, man. That's that's dope. So, yeah. you know, I, I really appreciate them because you know, I especially after that, like I said a few minutes ago, like after that first call when that first we had that had that first person come in, I got a little worried. <laughs> a little bit, you know? Hey, man, you know what? You know what? What I what I love about this is that we stayed the course on this thing because you know some folks would have got discouraged and would just quit doing it, but we really we stayed the course and we doing this consistently every single week. I think. We might have only missed one or two shows the entire time. We've been doing it almost. It's coming up on a year here in a few months. So yeah, almost, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's that's, only, that's cool, it's only gonna get better. Only gonna get better. Yes, well, yeah. sir. I, I think I think we really finally hit a stride, and I I love it. So and I'm gonna go ahead and give a shout out to. I think he listens to the show. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give a shout out to the guy that has has offered to help us uh, with the video aspect and. Um, even doing the graphics and editing type stuff. Um, Adam Lewis, uh, I want to give him a shout out. This dude, his, he's a young man. He's, he's a son of a very good friend of mine. And this young man is a realtor. Um, he's, he's a go-getter. He's ambitious. He's driven. Um, and I've watched his show a couple of times, or more than a couple, but he does a sports show. And dude is on point with what he's talking about. Like Kurt, Kurt, he's like when when I used to hear you, Lloyd and Dexter talk college football, I was like, "Damn, how do they know all these people?" That's put, how he is. His, yeah, put his um show in the chat and then let's um so we can listen to it. Okay, I'll yeah. do that. I'll do that. You know what? I would be opposed. Like you know, um, whenever. I don't know, maybe like we have like big events like, you know, NBA finals, Super Bowl, stuff like that. Let's do a special show like that. Cause we do, you know, we incorporate sports and pop culture on this show every, every so often when it fits. But, you know, we're another three of us are sports fans as well. So I don't know, man. Like, it's so many ways we could, you know, we could really do this. Yeah, we got the NBA finals. I'm just glad that everything is flowing in the right direction. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But again, I want to thank. NBA finish. finals start next Thursday. Yeah. Oh wow, that's quick. And I, I also want to uh, once again thank those of you that are listening um, outside of the U.S. Uh, we appreciate those numbers continuing to grow. Um, some people may look at those those percentages and say, "Ah, that ain't shit." I look at those percentages and I say, "Holy shit!" Um, so thank you guys for listening. Singapore, your numbers are are going up and up. Please, please, please continue to share the show, continue to like the show. And before we get up out of here, uh, Brandon, is there anything you want to say or, or comment on before we get up out of here? Hey, does everybody enjoy your Memorial Day weekend? Enjoy that, you know, for the rest of you all that have to go to work on Tuesday. Enjoy that Monday off. Here he goes again, Kurt. Be safe. 
It just, it just, yo, oh, you damn right. I'm ripping in this show. <laughs> you damn right. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get to do this that often. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yes. Youngster. We'll but, give but, you, but, we'll but, give but you not, some. But not for, but not for everybody have a, a blessed, safe Memorial Day weekend. Y'all get out there and drive safe, man. I know it's a lot of, it's a lot of cookouts going on this weekend and all that. So, you know, man, if you got, if you at your partner house and they got a, they, they got a, a corner in the floor, you need to go take a nap. Do what you got to do. All right, no, no drink and drive, and everybody be safe and, and, and all that other good shit. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's all I got. Oh, and enjoy and enjoy the pay per views this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. We got how many pay per views? We got with three, three, mm-hmm. three. So it's a whole so wrestling fan. It's a whole weekend of wrestling here. So if you don't have anything else to do, or you just you know like me, just trying to get some rest and, and get stuff in order, you know, man, just sit back and enjoy the pay per views, man. You got a full plate. Okay. All right, Kurt. What about you? You got anything to say to everybody? Everybody enjoy this extended uh, weekend. Uh, enjoy the barbecues if you're going to them. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Order Uber or Lyft. And enjoy this uh, extra day off. And y'all enjoy this good rational weekend as well. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, and as for me, everybody, um, I, uh, only thing I'm going to do is just echo what they just said. Um, have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. I know myself, I will be uh, enjoying some adult beverages uh, but I'm going to sit my ass down and not go anywhere when I get to where I'm going. Um, so uh, if you choose to do the same, uh, please, like Brandon said, be smart. Uh, make the arrangements. Uber, I think uh, certain cab companies will give you a free ride home if you're if you're drunk. But please do not get behind that wheel um, driving drunk. It's not good for you, and it's certainly not good for the other people on the road. Um, you got you got a good friend that you know they got an extra bed or you know you just got somewhere to crash. And yeah. Sometimes you just need to take a nap. I mean, it's good to have friends like that. They'll let you come over and sleep, let you leave in the next morning. So yeah. utilize that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And just do what uh, you got to do so everybody can get home safe because you know it's already you know these accidents and all this stuff is going on. It's already ramping up. We ain't even hit summer yet. So yeah. Um, and then, you know, getting out of the not so, uh, yeah, getting out of the serious and into the not so serious. Um, enjoy this weekend with, with the three wrestling, uh, pay-per-views you have. Um, Night of Champions tonight and then two tomorrow with, it's going to be, I, I wish I still had, uh, picture in picture or split screen so I could watch both NXT and AEW at the same time, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, that is the show for this week. Um, y'all, y'all do me a favor and say a, 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 a hope and a prayer for AEW that they, that they get their shit together. Um, I know that, and, and I'm not putting Kurt and Brandon in a bad light when I say this because it's not a knock. They're not, they're not on the CM Punk bandwagon that I'm on. Um, I have a very high opinion of him as a wrestler. And to some degree as a person and an individual as well for some of the things he does and, and stands for. But anyway, that being said, AEW needs to get their shit together and get this figured out. Um, or this is all going to blow up in their face. So, but that said, everybody, we will be back on Tuesday. This coming Tuesday, we will be live at 8 p.m. We're going to review the three pay-per-views, almost said two, but the three pay-per-views we have this weekend uh, giving the rundown on the matches, giving our thoughts on them, our good, bad, and ugly. Uh, so make sure to check us out on Tuesday at 8 p.m. And then we're right back on Saturday morning next week at 10 a.m. As far as I know, all of us will be here. And uh, 
We'll do this once again. Ladies and gentlemen, Kurt's going to send us out of here with the proper goodbye. Y'all have a good weekend. Hey, y'all say, hey, somebody put aside and play the real stuff. <laughs> Peace. See y'all later, man.